do you think the average age of a kid when they get their first cell phone? Now, I'm not just talking about a Wi-Fi device. I'm talking actual phone that has a data plan that they're able to call people, text people, those types of things. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. And if you guessed the age of 10, you're right. I was floored when I read the research that the average age is 10 because I have three kids that are in that age range. And that's like, oh my goodness. And I, of course, have not given any of them phones with data plans. Um, I've held out. My 13-year-old thinks for her 14th birthday she should get it. But it's crazy that we have cell phones in the classroom starting at age 10. So here you have these folks coming into the workforce that have these addictions. There's an actual name for it, a phobia for being out of cellular phone contact. It's called nomophobia. Of course, that's the proposed name for it. But arguably, you know, I'm not sure if phobia is being used correctly here. But in any case, it's another anxiety disorder that has been created because we have access to it. So how do we Tackle, phone use and training. What are some things we can do? I have a new book coming out um, in a couple of months, and it hasn't been titled yet, but the idea is dealing with typical participants. And, you know, we have in there, I have a chapter on the texter. I have a chapter on the, you know, mobile phone user. I have a texter on, you know, social media. So what are some tips? And um, these are different ones from what's in there, but I wanted to give you something to consider in the meantime. One thing I've learned is that being reactive is the worst thing that you can do. So from the very beginning of your workshop or your seminar, your session, you want to make sure that you cover the ground rules and have them come up with the ground rules surrounding phone use. People don't argue with themselves. So if they come up with the idea, it's their data, not yours. And so that's what we want to really focus on is what are some of those rules that you want to create? One way to have this conversation and to have them come up with it is to ask questions like, you know, start easy. What do you like to do on your phone and why? Or what are the most popular apps that you have seen or that you use? Those types of things make it a conversation. But then you're going to get into what is poor cell phone etiquette in the classroom. And that I would do as a small group. They're going to create that question together. And then maybe you have them at, you know, the next question, how can cell phones help you to learn? And then the next question might be, ah, how can they be a distraction? So now we're having this dialogue, this discussion that isn't chastising them and putting them down because no one's done that yet, right? But it's giving them a chance to analyze and take ownership for how they'll be using their cell phone in the classroom. I find this to be one of the best ways to really avoid challenges throughout, whether it's the texture, texture, social media maven, whatever you know it might be. I also plan to use technology in every single class, so allowing them to be on their phone sometimes. The problem is, once I allow them to be using their phone, it just seems naturally like they get back on their phones more often. So what could you do for that? Here's an idea. Create a PowerPoint with a yellow, one, one has the yield sign, a yield sign on it. Uh, another one has a stop sign, like S-T-O-P on it. 
And another one has like a green go signal. Just the green go signal is highlighted. And you let them know from the very beginning that, hey, sometimes when you come back from break, there might be this sign, and it's a stop sign. What that means is you can have your, your phone should be on silent and upside down the right hand of your um, your desk, or maybe it needs to be put in your purse or backpack or whatever. But that's when I really don't want those out. You may also see a yield PowerPoint, and the yield PowerPoint is all about, hey, we're going to be using it in this next 90 minutes, but not all the time. So have it out, have it upside down, ready to be used for learning, but you know it's not going to be all the time. Or maybe it's a green for go, meaning, hey, this next segment, we're going to be using it the entire time. Maybe you're doing a polling discussion. Maybe you're having them do a micro learning on their phones during that time. And so you're just saying, hey, it, we're going to be using it significantly in this next 90 minutes or whatever, however you segment out your time. So now they know as they're coming back from break or coming back from the, you know, the next day from the course before where to go. So one thing, that final thing to consider is a contract with your class, putting up a poster with a phone, you know, on it and saying, Hey, I want you as a class to come up with, um, you know, what is, what does good look like? And what does not good look like? So for instance, if I have a yellow sign out and people are still on their phones, you know, what are we going to do? What is the best approach? Because it can be a distraction not only to yourself, but to the others around you. So now they come up with what's the contract? What is what is going to happen if we're not abiding by, you know, the expectations that are set? They come up with it. I'm not coming up with it. Um, and how are they going to hold each other accountable is another piece to that. These are just a couple of tips for, to help you tackle that phone use and training. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this is just another creative training tip for you.